Chapter 55 Stairway to Hell I'll never be good, Len thought. I never was. I deserve all of this. I killed a child without a second thought. I'll never be good. I never was. After they made it ten floors down the emergency stairwell, Lynn set Ava down on the ground. She used some water, soap, and toilet paper to clean her wound, and it didn't look too bad once the blood had been wiped away. All that was left was a hickey-like bruise inside Zombie Becca's tiny teeth marks. Lynn doused the wound with some hand sanitizer from her handbag, and a sharp pain shot up her leg. She looked at Ava, who was sitting on the ground staring off into space, and tears welled in her eyes. Whatever had just happened seemed like a dream, but there was no waking up with relief. This was happening, and it was happening to both of them. The closer they got to ground level, trails of blood became more evident in the stairwell. Lynn made Ava walk the last few flights of stairs after she had found an axe in a fire safety cabinet. Having a weapon didn't make her feel any safer, but seeing as she had just ended the life of a small child, she was confident she could swing an axe at anybody. When they reached the landing of the floor that was marked Lobby, bloody handprints covered the door, and it was obvious someone had taken the door handle off with force. There were also a few bullet-like holes puncturing the door, and curiosity got the best of Lynn as she looked through one of them. The lobby was a bloodbath. It was like something out of a horror movie. Blood covered every surface, dead bodies and zombies were strewn everywhere. It was like a train wreck and she couldn't look away until something moved past the hole and snapped her back to reality. Lynn stepped away from the door and took Ava with her, and they ventured farther down the stairs to the parking lot below. Ava hadn't said a word since her mother had decapitated her former playmate right in front of her, and this suited Lynn. They needed to be quiet. Whatever the aftermath was, mentally or physically, they could deal with it. But first, they had to survive. They had parked on the bottom floor of the parking garage. It was three floors underground, and Lynn dreaded opening the door. Flashes of the blood and zombie-strewn lobby filled her mind, but with her trusty axe in one hand and Ava's forearm in the other, they sheepishly snuck through the door. The garage was eerily empty, with only a few cars scattered around the bottom level. Motherfuckers, Lynn whispered as they passed the elevators. The elevator doors stood wide open with a traffic cone in the center. She looked down, expecting to see Ava with a big smile and her hands over her ears, but sadly she was just walking along on autopilot. Come on, honey, Lynn said as she let go of Ava's arm and reached into her handbag. We're going home. Ava silently followed along as Lynn pulled the keys from her handbag and pressed the unlock button on the fob keychain. She instantly regretted the decision when a loud beep-beep echoed around the basement. Who's there? said a voice from the darkness. A man came out of the shadows with his hands raised at chest height, palms up. He wasn't the worst sight, given the situation she was in. At first glance, he didn't look like a murderer, and he appeared to be surrendering to her. But she knew this was no time to be trusting anyone. Stay back, Lynn said, showing him the axe and shielding Ava behind her. It's okay, he said, still moving forward. My name is Jake. I'm normal, I promise. Stay back. Lynn said with menace. I'll fucking kill you if you come near us. The guy did as he was told, stopping in his tracks and raising his hands higher. Lynn could sense he was trying to make her let her guard down, but his cool demeanor was making her even more apprehensive. Honey, you're not going to be able to do much with that axe, Jake said lightly. 
Throwing that child at me would be way more scary. Ava popped her head out from behind Lynn to look at Jake. Hey there, sweetie, Jake said with a smile. Your mommy wants to kill me. Don't kill him, mommy, Ava whispered. Lynn wasn't sure if she was more pissed at the guy for ruining their escape or for bringing her daughter out of her catatonic state. Sure, having a healthy, communicating child was every parent's dream, but right then and there, Lynn preferred an automaton. Just let us go, Lynn pleaded. We need to get out of here. You too, huh? Jake said, offering yet another warm smile. Did you block those elevators? Lynn asked, nodding her head back towards them. Nah, a security guard did that, but I didn't ask him why, Jake said with a straight face. He seemed like he was in a hurry to get out of here himself. Why didn't you go with him? Lynn said, unsure what to make of the guy standing in front of her. Well, he didn't really give me a chance to. I'm surprised you didn't bump into him yourself, Jake said. Anyway, it seems the best move in these situations is to just sit tight. I'm starting to wish I had done just that, Lynn said, pressing Ava's head to her leg. Jake gave Lynn the look. She had seen men give her the look for the last 15 years, and she knew it when she saw it. He had recognized her, but he hadn't worked out from where yet. She just hoped he wouldn't work it out until they were safely back in Colorado. Men changed when they worked it out. They went from gentlemen to rapists in the bat of an eye. You going to give me the keys? Jake said, nodding his head towards her. I mean, I'm not doubting your driving skills, but it's going to be pretty rough out there. So, you going to help us? Lynn said, the words catching in her throat as tears welled in her eyes. You're not going to leave us here if I give you the keys? Don't give me those eyes, Jake said, trying to comfort her. I'm not going to fucking leave you here. Just give me the keys and get in the damn car. Okay, but please don't be an asshole. Lynn said meekly as she handed Jake the keys. Hun, that's the last thing I am, trust me, Jake lied. Lynn wiped away her tears, took Ava by the hand, and pulled her towards the car. Cards on the table, Jake said, opening the driver's door. I gotta run an errand first. An errand? Lynn asked, lifting Ava onto the back seat. What in the world could you need to do right now that is so important? A loud bang echoed around the garage, and Lynn and Jake turned in the direction of the stairwell. A small group of zombies burst out of the emergency door. You bring some friends? Jake asked as he jumped in and put the key into the ignition. Jake slammed the car into reverse and wistfully waved to the zombies as they spun past them. Wave goodbye to our friends! Jake sung to the back seat. Much to Lynn's horror, Ava waved too. Bye! Ava cooed. Jake sped up the ramps that led out of the garage, and dread grew in Lynn. It was all too easy. And it was. The SUV slammed to a halt as it turned the last corner of the parking garage, and Lynn and Ava almost got whiplash from the sudden stop. What's going on? Lynn called from the back seat, trying not to let panic enter her voice. That, Jake said, pointing towards the giant rolling door that blocked their escape. There was no time to work out how to open the door or even find the box they assumed would open it. Jake just put the car in drive, hoping he didn't have to get up to 88 miles an hour to smash through it. Don't do it, Lynn whispered. Hold on, Jake yelled as he slammed the gas pedal. Lynn closed her eyes and held Ava tight as she felt the car increase in speed and hoped this wasn't as stupid an idea as it seemed. Fuck! 
Jake squealed as the metal door approached. The SUV ripped through the metal of the rolling door and flew into the street. With the metal from the door restricting Jake's view, he instinctively slammed on the brakes and angled the car to the left so they wouldn't just slam into the wall on the other side of the street. The idea had been sound, except for the large piece of metal from the door had gotten stuck under the back wheels of the SUV, making it slide sideways out of control. The SUV took out a few confused zombies that stood in their path as they drifted like a Japanese streetcar straight out of Tokyo Drift. As they were about to slam into the building across the street, the sheet of metal became free from the tires and Jake regained control, pointing the nose of the SUV towards the end of the street. Yeah, I meant that, Jake called back to Lynn. Eat your heart out, Paul Walker. Lynn was not impressed. She kissed Ava on top of her head and breathed for what felt like the first time in an hour. He's not in Tokyo Drift, but nonetheless, R.I.P., Paul Walker.